You find yourself lost on a journey. You pull over and step out of your car. The sun is falling as dusk is fast approaching. Every direction you look, all you see are miles and miles of prairie. Suddenly, all you see is red. The prairie holds secrets. Secrets carried in whispers through the windswept tall grass. Secrets hidden in the headlines of small-town newspapers and halls of sleepy county courthouses, passing terrors upon which God-fearing folk dare not fixate for long. These are the stories of those secrets, of the peaceful prairie's lost sons and daughters, and the horrific acts of violence that haunt those who remain. From outlaw gunslingers to mentally unstable murderers, from crimes of passion to crimes of greed, secrets remain buried and red flows everywhere among the prairie. Welcome to the Red Prairie Podcast, a new true crime-inspired podcast by Blitzed Entertainment featuring Dan Bublitz Jr. with writing and research assistance by John Holt. Coming soon. Subscribe now wherever you listen to podcasts. Step into the This is Macabre Grimoire with Airy Show, Travis Nye, and Robert Maley. Uh, hey, everybody, welcome to Macabre Grimoire, Chapter 27. Let's storm Area 51 and let's see them aliens. I'm your host, Airy Show, here with my co host, Robert Mailing and Travis Nye. That is exactly how I wanted that that read. <laughs> I'm really good at reading subtext. You really poured your heart and soul into that. I like it. That's really good. I uh, had some caffeine before the show, so and still consuming. So yeah, and still it's only going to get better. Nice. Right. This is insane. So I think before the before we started recording, we we're all kind of talking about just seeing. The trickling of the memes about this on our Facebook feed, and then we're kind of, and but then like once you start to see a lot of memes about something, you're like, okay, what the fuck is this about? Like, what news thing well, did I miss? Well, we're here to tell you today what the hell this is all about. Yes. And then at the end, we're all going to run through our favorite memes because there have just been so many good ones. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, the the whole idea with this is that uh, I, I here here's here's my spiel. Alien, spies, snipers, trolls, oh my. No, this isn't the premise of a new Netflix movie. This is the real-life story for, uh, real life story from the internet that has grown beyond a joke and uh, beyond its joke page origins to become the talk of the web. But it started as a running joke, but is it turning into a national security issue? Maybe even another Russian spy uh, internet, Russian spy internet psyop. Ooh. So we'll talk about all that here as we go down. Uh, here, here's a big note here. Just since, uh, like, I've got over here, over one million uh, believers have declared that they're rushing Area 51 to, quote, see them aliens. <laughs> now, now, how many people, and I mean, this is a nuanced thing, but, like, how many people are actual believers, plus how many people are just bandwagon jumpers? Oh, it, there's, like, it's, like, 99.99% just people who are enjoying the, the joke. Absolutely. The, like, Absolutely. And, but the, the thing is that real ufologists are, like... like exploiting it and stuff like that so they are all flop it's like it's turn it's it's hilarious because just a page that's literally something like shit posting something something well i've got the name somewhere later in the notes but uh did this but it's turning into a real life like actual ufologists <laughs> have rented out all the hotels in the area oh yeah and like that whole town is like getting mobilized and yeah, stuff yeah it's like a small town and their airport has two gates one for arrivals that we, that we and one about. for departure. Well, <laughs> yeah. they're 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 we don't talk about the, the FAA game. airport. <laughs> <laughs> they have two, they have three gates: the two the arrivals, departures, and the Stargate. <laughs> yes. Oh God, I was I've been waiting so long to say that. Okay, awesome. <laughs> so by late Friday, and there's an update on this. By late Friday, 1.1 million Facebookers had RSVP'd yes in the hopes of catching with, up with their otherworldly friends in an event called Storm Area 51. They can't stop all of us. <laughs> on September, scheduled for September 20th in the Nevada desert. Uh, an additional, uh, yeah, four four hundred ninety-four thousand. When I started researching this, yeah. 400, like, last Wednesday, it was like 494,000 people had signed up, yes, I'm going to do it. 
And then on Friday, I had to update it to 1.1 million. Jesus. (laughs) And now, as of this recording, uh, checking again right before we came here, this is actually from the story with the Guy Fieri saying that he would cater it or whatever. Um, It's up to 1.4 million people have now signed on as attending the uh, Let's Storm Area 51 event. I want to know... I think it's more impressive that he would be able to cater that many people. I think it's a. I think, just like the real event, I think his idea that he's going to feed anyone there is is probably a joke. I didn't. He can't take it back now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm only going for the food. Yeah. It's like maybe Flavor Country doesn't exist on their planet. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe he's from the Flavor Dimension, and that's why he's always talking oh, about Flavor no. Country. <laughs> yeah. Deep thoughts. Deep thoughts. So here, here's some more quotes from this. Uh, we will all meet up at Area 51 Alien Center tourist attraction and coordinate our entry, according to the events organizer, uh, whose Facebook handle is shitposting because I'm in shambles. I like that you censored it on our notes. That was for me. Oh, okay. okay. Travis is very sensitive about written shitposting. Okay. It's like reading it in, like, subtitles. It, yeah. I, it forces me to say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh my gosh. And, and it gets better. If we if we Naruto run, we can move faster than their bullets. Let's see them aliens, the organizer wrote, referring to the Japanese I love because this is this is from an ABC news story. Oh, link for sure. link in the show notes. Uh I, I love that, you know, the ABC trying to explain to like people like my parents what Naruto <laughs> is. That's probably one of my favorite parts. That referring to the Japanese anime, Naruto Title's character has a distinct running style in which he runs with his arms outstretched straight behind him. The term is also a popular meme. Uh, I would like to say that when I was young and playing softball, I always Naruto run. Always. How, I, that was before Naruto was a thing. I don't know if it's an anime thing or how that works. I will, char- I will challenge anybody's Naruto run to my Ninja Gaiden run any day. Alright. What's a Ninja Gaiden run? Two hands on the sword... Duck down, diving, just running. See, that's... Ever since I was a little kid, I've... Because I watched this Swan Lake animated movie that was that was actually... I didn't know it at the time. was oh, an sure. anime version. And there's a part that... W- oh, I was like just mesmerized by as a little kid because he's charging at the sorcerer with his sword. And because it's anime, it's like the action is actually like good animated oh, action for, yeah, which blew my little like eight year old or whatever yeah. it was mind but he charges at him and he runs at him it's a European but he's but he does what they do in like anime and samurai cartoons and stuff where the sword is behind him so he's like running yeah. in that style so like my whole life I've assumed that in real life that's how you would run with a sword because then that's, that's a position where you can like actually 100% action. accurate how you run with a sword yep a, a slashing one? Yes. A slashing. Uh, bayonets are a little different, but uh, well, obviously, pretty much the same thing. You don't want to shoot the guy behind you. That's the only difference. Yeah. Well, ba- bayonet. You just you basically that that uh, a gun with a bayonet is basically just a spear. So you just carry that fucker like it's just ugh, spear. Right. Yeah. yeah. But swords are these ele- these things of elegance. So you run with them behind you like hair in the wind. I don't know. I, I, I got nothing. This is a really weird tangent to have gone on. You know what? I don't think so. <laughs> Considering what we're talking about. Yeah, it's, this will be the least weird thing. Yeah, this will be the least weird thing. <laughs> so, he concluded with, let's see them aliens. So they have a website, and I checked it out because they have an official website of it, but it's literally just like a placeholder that says, uh, and here's my quote, this is me, the most uninspired Area 51 t-shirt ever. Because it's literally just... The official website is just a place where it's like, buy this shirt. And it just says, Area 51... Or, I survived Area 51 and a little alien head. And there's a screen print, single color, like the cheapest, crappiest, like, black t-shirt I've ever seen. I'm just like, there are going to be so many fantastic memes and t-shirts generated by this event. The official one is, like, pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's probably so, not a graphics guy or girl. Is it a guy that that's organized this? We don't, we don't know, which I, is surprising. I'm surprised no one's it like. Feels like a a, it feels like a dude move. Yeah, I think a dude. Yeah, <laughs> a pretty safe bet. Yeah, a pretty safe bet. This is a dude. Oh man! So, do you want me to read the next couple paragraphs or? 
Sure. This is the this is an excerpt from the Guardian talking about the U.S. Air Force's kind of response to it. Okay, so it says, uh, as you may have surmised, the Area 51 plan, which was organized by an anonymous user called shitposting because I'm in shambles, is a joke. The U.S. military, however, does not seem to find the viral event very funny. They have no sense of... They have zero chill. Exactly. The U.S. Air Force told the Washington Post that Area 51 is trying... Is open is an open training range for the U.S. Air Force, and we would discourage anyone from trying to come into the area where we train American armed forces. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready to protect America and its assets, which boils down to: if you try to see them aliens, you are going to get shot. Unless you can outrun the bullets with your Naruto. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, See, it says it's not just the military that is taking the joke a little too seriously. According to investigations by NPR, excited alien hunters have already booked up accommodation near Area 51 on the event date. I think they're stupid if they think they're going to get to the test site one hotel owner told NPR. (laughs) I'm going to capitalize on it. Spoken like a true American. It's the most American thing I've ever heard. (laughs) These people are idiots. But I'm going to support them 100% because they're they're money clears. Exactly, exactly. If if their card clears, then I'm good. Uh, Stupid or not, I have got to sympathize with the extraterrestrial investigators. There There is a reason this event went viral. We are all desperate for the aliens to come and to take us from our leaders amen amen so why would we not do this on independence day wouldn't that be more fitting people got plans and stuff like that and i think the idea is that this doesn't really hit on like any major holidays maybe or maybe it was just a random date that some troll picked with like absolutely no consideration whatsoever for how this honestly yom kippur comes up in september and so does the fall equinox so they're, they hit just before all of that. Is so. this a, is this from like your your horoscoping and stuff like that that you know this, or do you just know when well, Yom Kippur is off the top of your head? Well, because my birthday's on the twenty fourth of September, and so I always oh, so know you when know Yom Kippur stuff is. Around it. I, sure. know, so I know the events okay. happen. It's competing it. holidays. It's, it's a Jewish holiday. I don't even know what it is. Yeah, it's when aliens come home. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> or go home. I should say. Yeah, yeah. We will free them. It, they, they had alien food for uh, only four days, but it lasted to eight days or something like that. Now, yeah. I think, honestly... That's like, Hanukkah. If, if yeah. it, was, it was a miracle. <laughs> if 1.4 million people actually stormed Area 51... The None of them would have a key card to get past the yeah. gate. Well, and I think they would just probably <laughs> not They'd all be behind Gary and he'd be like, beep, 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 beep. But I don't. I th- I honestly think that the U.S. Um, military would use force. Would use would basically shoot at these people because if they're trying to protect the assets that are on base, you know. They should. They could easily just lock it down and leave. <laughs> but people would climb the fence and skate. You know what well, I mean? Like they gotta have pretty solid doors. Like that's like steel reinforced military grade. Have you seen Area Fifty One? Yeah, I was there last week. Hello. <laughs> I had to case the place for this upcoming event, okay? And, People are relying on me. Him and Voxnar, they're like yeah. they're like tight, you know? Yeah. Oh, for sure. <laughs> you make him sound like the butter guy. I can't believe it's not butter. Voxnar, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Whipping his locks when he says it. Nice. But he is very muscular, so oh. that's how I got in. Don't shut up. Okay. <laughs> Area 51. Area 51. Yes. So here's a little bit about, or yeah, we, we already read that. It's the Washington Post, same thing, where it's like the Air Force stands ready to always protect America and its assets, which is, you know, them basically telling the Washington, that's the original source. Of the here's what I don't get. <laughs> Our tax dollars paid for those assets, so isn't technically that my shit too? So why are you trying to protect it from me? I just want to see my shit that I bought. Once you I'm inside, every, uh, every fifth guy in a drunk tank at like three a.m. being like, "My tax dollars pay you wages. I paid for this." Uh, Give me oh your badge God. number. <laughs> yeah. I work. I work with a guy that's like that, and he gets so irritated when he sees that the lights are on on the interstate. Like he's like, "They don't need those fucking lights on. Like that's my tax dollars." Blah blah. I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? Like you're one eleventh or one twentieth of your penny." is going towards that light and they're LED lights. They're less like 
So his money goes further. Yeah, your money goes and further. I, and I news for you. South Dakota is a net... Uh, it, he lives in South Dakota, yeah. I think it? Oh, yeah. yeah. So South Dakota is a net taker from the federal government. So technically, someone from California or New York is paying for those lights. You ain't paying for shit. Right, right, right. I don't, I don't care. <laughs> he, he I'm not going to let facts stand in the way of a great rant. <laughs> he gets so worked up that like, his face gets all red, and he get, and I'm just, I literally, I just walk away from him as soon as he goes on those tangents. Okay, say I were to go to this raid, I get like arrested, zip-tied, roped, whatever, taken inside, because they're not going to have enough handcuffs, let's be honest. Yeah, go. zip ties would be easier. Right, gear. Um, once I'm inside, I become an asset, so they just protect me, right? I would say so. Yeah. So that sounds like the safe bet. Be the first one to get arrested and taken in, yeah. and you're good. And you're a magician, so you can figure out like how to get out. I can get out of zip ties. That's yeah. one thing that I've practiced. So yeah, I can get yeah, out yeah. of zip ties. Yeah. If your hands are in front, right? What if your hands are behind? No, I know how to break the zip ties. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So nice. like, I had a buddy, like, my, my whole arm, like, yeah. wrist to elbows, like, zip ties all the way around, and I'm like... Holy shit. Yeah. Nice. Because okay. it's all leverage and angles. Well, one thing, even with your, your dark magics... Uh, that I don't think you could escape. I'm going to cheat and bring up one meme that I've seen that I really love. Okay. was the the one that uh, watches uh, half a million people get melted by the defenses of Area 51. That's true. And then the picture of Frodo yes. down below that's like, fine then, wizard, keep your secrets. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is great. Man. So a little bit about, for those that, that don't know or maybe don't know the whole story about Area 51... Area 51 is a government facility in the Nevada desert near Groom Lake, which is originally what the facility was named back when it was uh, NSA asset, not, or, uh, yeah, National, or CIA-NSA joint kind of venture thing before it became full Air Force. Anyway, tangent. Uh, the dry lake bed located about 120 miles north of Las Vegas. The site was chosen in the 1950s, the Air Force's U-2 aircraft and to train pilots, according to the CIA. The area earlier, and the CIA actually has a, a history of Area 51 page, believe it or not. That's the legit history that's like the U-2 like oh, uh, flights. Oh, I the love U-2. Airspeed air breaking, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Until iTunes put out a free album and it just overtook my phone that I couldn't get it off. Yeah, of. that was so damn annoying. And how many times <laughs> I've had to explain to people, it was like, I did not spend money on this. It's just like... I know. <laughs> Apple pushed it on you. I'm sorry. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> so the area... Uh, yeah. Not the same U2. Let's just confirm that. U2. Yeah. The, yeah. Um, <laughs> the area had earlier been used in World War II as an artillery gunning range, or aerial gunnery range for Army pilots, which that's one thing if you're going to have a million people stomping around in that desert. Keep in mind that there is probably unexploded ordnance like all over the place around there. Mm -hmm. And that's if it's not mined around it, but yeah. I, I digress. Yeah. Employees take small unmarked passenger planes from the Las Vegas airport to get to the remote area, according to Business Insider. And I have heard that before because I've actually read several like whole books about like the history of Area 51 oh, and sure. stuff. And so, yeah, you're... They have, they have a couple of buses that are unmarked that leave from a certain location, and then they have unmarked planes that fly to the Las Vegas airport. And how it works is that if you work out there, you work for, like, on three days, off three days kind of oh, like thing. Sure. So they don't, like, commute you every day back and sure, forth between. Sure. So they work like nurses. Yeah, they, actually it's a lot like that from, mm -hmm. from what little we do know about how it works there. Uh Let's see. President Dwight D. Eisenhower approved the facility's development in the 1950s, according to the CIA. The site was used to... Oh, that's just a repeat of what was earlier. Okay. Uh, in 2013, the CIA finally acknowledged its existence. Up until then, they literally, like... if it, like, I don't know if people remember this, but like in the 90s, when the X-Files craze yeah. made UFO stuff really hot and yeah. stuff, it was, like, it was such a weird thing, because you'd have all these like military people with a straight face being like, there's nothing there. Uh, I'm standing right there and you're pointing a gun at me. There's nothing here. Move along. Because <laughs> yeah. they're literally like legally not allowed to acknowledge it and, until 2013. And oh, now, now they're like, yes, it's a facility where we test secret stuff. Stay the fuck away. Right. So, yeah. uh, let's see. Yeah, so 2013, CIA acknowledged its existence, releasing its location and how it had been used to test military aircraft, including the F-117A, the A-12, and the TAC... 
tacit blue. Yes. I wanted to say tactic blue, but yeah. tacit blue. Yes. According to Business Insider, while it isn't exactly known what the base is currently being used for, aliens, of course. Uh, an Air Force spokeswoman, Laura Andrews, told the Washington Post that Area 51 is where we train American armed forces and is an open test, uh, open training range for the U.S. Air Force. So just say, yep, it's still operational and doing Air Force-y shit. Mm-hmm. The U.S. Air Force always stands ready for, yeah, this is just their rehashing. This is the CIA history of Area 51 rehashing the mm-hmm. thing. Okay. It has been lined with, uh, linked with alien conspiracy theories since the test... Uh, testing of spy planes there in 1955. An anecdote from the Area 51 book I read that I'll link to in the show notes that's not here is that back, especially in the 50s and 60s, when they were experimenting with like jet aircraft and stuff like that there that no one had seen before, one of the things they would do so that local pilots, they'd come back and no one would believe their story, Yeah, is that they had gorilla masks. And this one is actually like confirmed. So they'd like go out and they're like, F, like saber or like jet aircraft before those were common and like fly up on the crop dust or whatever and be like in a giant gorilla mask and wave at them and then like fly <laughs> on past because like you know if he, if they saw that someone spotted them they're gonna like buzz them and do weird crap like that precisely so that people will be like okay yeah a gorilla flying a plane that could move at a thousand miles per hour okay buddy <laughs> oh my god but they were actually doing that. They are totally, like, uh, gaslighting people. So, let's see. Aries been linked with since 1955, especially because uh, of the U-2 tests, um, high-altitude weather research, stuff like that. Uh, UFO fever gripped the U.S. nearly a decade earlier after an object, unidentified object crashed in Roswell, New Mexico, on July 8th of 1947. Officials would label the crashed object as a weather balloon. Although, more recently, they... Th- it's like it was like a weather balloon but it's not like a traditional weather what it was was a high altitude radiation detector so it was basically because that was right about this time the soviets were testing their Mm. first bomb Mm. and so it was a early detection system so that they would know when nuclear weapons were being detonated in the atmosphere oh sure but that might be part of why at roswell and when we do an episode about that we'll talk about that yeah uh that might be why they were very like don't fucking talk about that because it's classified <laughs> radiation detection equipment it's right. like tell them it's a weather balloon and so everyone else is like aliens and the air force is just like yeah aliens you go buddy <laughs> so let's see some people don't think it's funny though and and i included this from uh andrew croy boko croy uh he's with a think tank called eurasia future and I have this long excerpt here. I'm not going to read it all, but kind of makes some interesting points about uh, the idea that first off, it's just like this started as a prank, but it maybe it, it's like, is it possible this gets inflated or is being inflated by like Russian trolls and stuff like that? Oh. Because it's creating a secure uh, like if you actually even had like a couple thousand people show up yeah. at, at that facility. And then that's a giant like crowd control problem for a you know one of the U.S.'s most important scientific yeah. s- secret testing facilities and stuff like that. If it creates any kind of problems for the U.S. government, makes them look bad because they have to like crack down on protesters, or God forbid, if you get through or something like that, or mm-hmm. or, or just disrupts operations. It's like right. that's a boon for the Russians. Oh yeah, absolutely. I guess so. I guess the number one way to find out if this is actually going to happen is see if they filed for a permit to protest there. Yeah, yeah, that... that. <laughs> do, do you have an appointment? Actually, yes, we... The unruly mob do. They, they called ahead, like, a month ago. Oh, well, come on in. That's awesome. <laughs> their permit. Their check's clear. I don't care. There's a Simpsons bit with that, with the angry mob storming City Hall, and it's like, sir, there's an angry mob here to see you. It's like, do they have an appointment? And Skinner's like, yes, we called ahead. He's like... They actually do have an appointment. Well, bring them in. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, but the other thing that he points out is that I thought was an interesting perspective because I had thought about the Russian troll thing and the like creating a national security incident out Mm -hmm. of it, out of what was just a prank. And then the other thing is the the NSA with their whole like algorithmic monitoring of certain people and stuff like that. He's like, if you're one of the like million people that's signing up or whatever, it's like. The NSA is already like monitoring everyone like at a surface level. It's like, but if you want to guarantee like the last of your privacy gets sucked up by the federal government, and you get on some kind of like watch list so that their algorithms are gonna like watch you for the rest of your life. 
uh, signing up for that event is probably it. But at this point, I'm like, we're putting out a podcast with the word Area 51 in the title, so I'm like, we're probably screwed anyway. Yeah, we did a <laughs> podcast with, uh, about aliens, with, uh, and, we t- and we talked with um, Julia... Dreyfus. No, it was, oh, Leah Simmons. She's one of the roller dolls, and she talked about her um, how, being a military kid and, and seeing some weird shit, so... Really? Yeah. So, yeah, we're probably on a list. We're probably on a list anyways, because of all the weird shit we Google for horror movies, so... Oh, yeah, that's true. You're yeah. Probably on all kinds of lists. Maybe like, more so Dominic than me, but yeah. <laughs> bulk order blood. <laughs> yeah. how, how, to, how long does it take for a body to die after their throat has been slit? Yeah. Like, stuff like that. Congratulations, Robert. You're now on a watch list, too. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I figured I was on a watch list already, so... Ah, not, nothing new there. <clears throat> so, anyway... But that was an interesting... I thought his perspective was interesting because it was the most realistic, serious, like, maybe this isn't such a great thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. But now back to the fun because I think this is hilarious and I'm going to talk about this like, like crazy. So, uh, I'm including this... Uh, I'm not going to read it all, but this is a brief kind of like overview history of uh, how flash mobs work and how they started in mm. New York in like 2003 uh, by basically t- taking over a New York Macy's. And kind of like my main thesis for like what this is all about, what we can take away from this experience, is that I've got the history of flash mobs here. And if you look at it, it's a very similar like phenomenon where people like feel empowered by it. And, uh, you know, it's, I think it's funny because the article that I took this from talks about flash mobs kind of dying off as the media pays less and less oh, attention to them. Sure. So it's kind of ironic that it's like every headline is about Area 51, every meme is about, you know, it's like, this is like the mother of all flash mobs. But yeah. I think this one is because it's empowered by social media in a way that one from 2003 wouldn't have been. Right, yes. Uh, so I kind of like even tied it back in with an event that's kind of near and dear to my heart here in this area with the Dakota Access Pipeline protests. If you remember when those protests were going on, I have a quote here. Uh, More than one million people have checked in on Facebook to the Standing Rock Indian Reservation in response to a viral post claiming that doing so would help protect activists in North Dakota protesting against the oil pipeline from police surveillance. Because if you remember that, do you remember seeing like all your friends pop up as like checking in in like Mm -hmm. Standing Rock, North Dakota? And Mm -hmm. I had friends from Michigan that were like doing it. And I was like, what? Huh? And And then I saw that in the news, the whole thing about, you know, that can throw them off. So it's just like, that's the other thing is the guy talked about like oh then you're on an like expanded watch was like how much more intense is that watch if it's like 1.1 extra million people to keep track of and right how seriously do they actually take it right and it's like i so, think i checked in to the standing rack and i actually had a friend that went there too so her check-in was legit <laughs> yeah i well half the cast of urban indians like went there and was oh, like nice. at the camp for a few weeks and stuff like that and like, uh, Char Green from Urban Indians, she was a big organizer of, like, the protests they held here in Sioux Falls that oh, was, sure. like, in, like, sympathy and response to mm-hmm. the Standing Rock protests, mm-hmm. and she helped, like, raise money to send out, like, a trailer filled with bottled water up there from awesome. here. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so, yeah, cause that's near and dear to, the, to us here at the Sioux Empire. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so I think this is an interesting hybrid, because it's, it's almost, it's like, it started off as a... It's the stupidest joke on a stupid meme page. Yeah. Because if you look at the rest of their memes, it's like it's a dirty meme page, basically. <laughs> <laughs> that just happened to make this random event, and it just exploded. <laughs> so, you know, I, I wish them all the best. I hope they're having fun with it. Uh, but, yeah, it's, the, it's the you know, we were going to talk about something else this week, but I'm just like, we've got to talk about this. Because yeah, it's we the craziest goddamn parent. You know, it's just like, it's not... It's not itself paranormal, but it's like it's the surreal world that we live in now, where this kind of thing is a thing that can happen, and we haven't seen it before. Plus, it ties in aliens, so it's like yeah, and that's like up our alley. So the part we've all actually been like holding our breath, or you know, like waiting for Rob to shut up about this stuff so that we could talk about it. Let's talk about the memes, our favorite memes. Yeah, it's about time, Rob. So okay, hold on. My question is, from a legal standpoint, if this happens. Yeah. How much trouble could the creator be in for creating a hoax that actually... He's not really, making them do anything. I've really been wondering that. But he's instigated be. the whole thing. Like, True. The federal government could sue him for something that's called tortuous interference. 
even if so, um, like the amount of money the government's going to spend just on precautionary measures is probably in the millions. Oh yeah, yeah. This it's this all probably probably cost them, you know, cost the taxpayers a few million already probably just for like preparedness and response and stuff like that. Right. Uh, but yeah, I honestly, even tortuous is like super super obscure and hard to prove. Um. But yeah, it's. It's really tough because they have the whole, you know, the terrible Supreme Court ruling where, as I was just reading about, the, it's like, you've, you ever heard that thing about the Supreme Court said that one time, that you can't yell fire in a crowded theater, that's not free protected free speech? Oh, right. But I didn't know that the case that they're saying that for was like a Jim Crow law that they were like fighting or whatever, and basically oh. they were comparing that, they were comparing basically like the free speech of like black people to doing that so it's just like so on the one hand that's a really famous precedent but i had no idea it came from such a like really really awful terrible case oh, on part of the, part right. of the i just learned this like three days ago oh, wow. from a documentary and i was yeah. just like oh my god because i've heard that quote my whole life the whole burning you know crowd in a crowded theater thing and mm-hmm. yeah but something like that has escalated so quickly you would think at some point somebody's going to make an example of a joke like this just to keep it from happening again. Well, you're in the land of the free. We, you know, it's like, look at Nazi protests that happen over and over. over. I would like to, Robert, but I can't anymore. <laughs> uh. Well, I'm just thinking, okay, so... But you, what would be the next big thing that anybody could realistically, you know, do this to? You know what I mean? Like, what else? We're, we're through the looking glass here, people. There is no, like, precedent, so... My history. It means nothing. Nothing. Because <laughs> I'm just thinking, like, this is, like, the biggest secret that the majority of the public knows about is this base. And movies and books and TV, I mean, there's all aspects of me- of media have covered um, in, a fan- in, like, a fantasy format and a realistic format what is contained at Area 51. And bottom line... People just don't definitively know because it still feels like it's we just don't know, and I think that that's part of the whole like like there's there's two parts of it. One part is like you kind of have to keep secrets from your people, from the like the American people, just because some some it's just you, too you it's just too sensitive. National interest stuff that you've got to keep secret. Right there's just there are things that you do need to keep secret, and the other thing is 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 like you don't. Technically, like you don't really need to know, like you just don't. But then the other thing is like there are things where it's like, well, it'd be kind of nice to know for for other categories of stuff. But I don't know. I just think that this is like the biggest talked about like elephant in the room, and now there's people. I mean, this is just as a joke. Like, hey, let's storm Area Fifty One, ha ha. And everybody's all like, fuck yeah, yeah. And then just, just you know, and America, yeah, America. It's it's like the the hotel owner talking about it. It's like, you know, he's like, this is stupid. It's not going to work. I'm happy to capitalize it on it. And then the last sentence he said was that he's like, I think the reason it's blowing up is that a lot of people would really like answers about this, even if yeah. it's. You know, it hits a nerve. It's really it striking something. It does because I feel like a lot of people are just like, "This is bullshit." Like we are, we keep waiting on the government to give us answers. Well, nothing happens unless there's a protest. Because if you think about even like the change that was needed in the state of Arizona for their education, the pay for their educate, you know, for their educators and their teachers, like the entire state of Arizona, all the teachers, they went on strike until they until they made a better deal to actually pay those those educators and it's it's only when we combine our forces as an american people do we actually get shit done rather than just sitting back and waiting for voting time and even if even when we do wait for voting time the politicians still find a way sometimes to kind of skirt around it or not quite give us what we want or give us a morsel of what we want but not all of what they promised you know what i mean like there's all these like holes and stuff so i feel like it's the it's the curse of the modern era, and it's part of what's spawning like a lot of our political problems we're having in the country and stuff like that. Is the idea that systems are so big and complicated now that the average person feels just so detached? Oh yeah. From reality and from what their government's doing and everything else, you know, it's like 
it's like all the like issues we face are huge and complex things like global warming mm -hmm. uh, stuff with the government uh, political you know conflicts stuff like that and yet our modern society it's like our phones have trained us to want like instant gratification about yes. everything mm -hmm. and to just do this and get it done do this and get it done mm -hmm. But these are things that have to be thought out and worked out. But there's all sorts of like giant interests that are like heavily entrenched that are like, no, the status quo is fine. And yeah. So it's like, I think that's part of why it's exploding. It's just, it's in the zeitgeist. It's hitting a nerve that's like in the spirit yes. of, the, of the moment. This wouldn't have, I don't think this would happen 10 years from now. I don't think this would have happened 10 years ago. But this is its time. And. You know, that's that's how any great thing explodes, is that it's just like it hits at the exact right time with all the right conditions. Yep. Yep. So I want to start a campaign saying raid Disney. I've never been there. Lord like, I want to know Disney. I want to know what goes on in Disney, okay? Like, I heard they got dope <laughs> rides and stuff. Like, I just want to go. Like, I think if I have enough people backing me, I could save that $40 admission or whatever. I, I want to organize a million people to raid whatever magic warehouse that I'm imagining in my head that Dairy Queen makes all of its ice cream cakes at. We're all getting ice cream cake, motherfuckers. <laughs> I like it. I have free ice cream cake for life for everyone. Well, talk to that Walmart chick who licked the ice cream. That's where she came from, and she's pissed off about all the ice cream out there, so she's licking all the ice cream. Didn't you just do that once, or was that like a whole... Well, I mean, she's only been caught once. That's oh, true. Oh, that, the minor that... That licked the ice cream? That's looking at, like, 20 years in prison? Yes. Yeah. What? You didn't know that? Yeah. Is, so even though she's a minor, they still want to put her into put her in prison for 20 years? Yeah. Jesus. I mean, I get it, because that's tampering. Yep. Well, it's because it's the state where she did it, because I, I looked this up, is one of those states specifically where the whole poisoned Tylenol thing happened in the late 80s, early 90s. Yeah, and it so was the 70s, I think. Or 30, whenever yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they specifically have really tight tampering laws that are like, we will destroy you if you tamper. Yeah, yeah. So That are like legacies from that whole attack. Yeah, thing. which I get. Yep. I get. She didn't, though. Nope, just a dumb teenage kid. Damn. Can you imagine being in, after being in prison for like so many years and being like, what are you in for? I'll lick some ice cream. <laughs> yeah. But I gave like 40 people an STD while doing it. I, <laughs> or strep, maybe. My, my, my favorite was the meme from that one was uh, someone's like, when you watch the news, but you really need some goddamn ice cream right now. And uh, it's a... It's like a bucket of ice cream turned on its side, and the lid is open, and they're taking a carving knife, <laughs> and they're, and they're just cutting, cutting the off the like, top inch of the bucket and <laughs> the ice cream. Ha, <laughs> uh, yes. So do we want to talk about our memes that we found? Yes. God, yes. Okay. I, you want me to go first? Yep. Okay. So this is this one is a tweet from... Um, from at Mrs. Midnight YT, it says, uh, the funniest part of this Area 51 thing to me is realizing that somewhere in the Pentagon, someone had to explain to a general what a Naratu run is with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> I like feel I would like... say with the reporters trying to explain to my parents what a Naratu run yes, is. Yes, yes. I feel like to the Pentagon, they're trying to figure out how to block the crane kick from the Karate Kid right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like so, it's not you can't block it <laughs> so, some baby boomer general is just like fuck it I retire get me the fuck out of here it's just like the world has gotten too goddamn weird I'm done I'm just done I'm done I could I, you know nuclear annihilation I can handle that chemical weapons I can handle that I don't know what the fuck this is <laughs> yeah right <laughs> so you got one, Travis? Yeah, I've got two. Okay. If I'm allowed for two. Yeah, you are. Come yeah, we're just going right, Let's get crazy. Yep. Let's get crazy. Yeah. All right, I'll start with the first one here. The first one uh, I showed you guys to begin with. you got to be a gamer to understand this, uh, but it's an aerial shot of Area 51 with a whole bunch of triangles that say revive around it, and it says one minute after the Area 51 raid. <laughs> and then the first comment under it says, this team sucks. Oh. <laughs> this team <Yeah>. sucks? <laughs> Uh, did I was that on when we were recording? I talked about the one with the Frodo being like keeping yes, secrets. Okay. Yes, yes, yeah. I seen with the melted people. Yeah, that one was great. Uh, 
just the look on Frodo's face was like half grin looking well, back. I've seen, that, I've seen that one for other stuff, and I've always liked it. That keep your secrets, wizard. Like yes, thing. but uh, yeah, this this was like the perfect thing for it. Uh, my absolute favorite one uh, that I shared in the office, and I had like all my cube mates rolling laughing mm-hmm. was because uh, I, I showed it to him. It's let's go to Area Fifty One. They can't stop us all. Uh, FBI at or like NSA or like CIA at the gate of Area Fifty One, and and then their comment is, "God damn it, this is so old. It's the same group every year." And then the comment below that is, "What do you mean same group every dot dot dot?" Yeah. And then below that is a picture of uh, Men in Black uh, of with the Men in Black with the oh, neuralizer yes. memories. <laughs> yes. a lot of the neuralizer ones. <laughs> Um, okay, so this is one, this is actually pretty good. It has the Naratu run in it. It says, Area 51 guards, when they hear the anime music getting louder and louder. <laughs> <laughs> and there's a guy, like, looking out the window. And then there's the next paint is, like, a bunch of people doing a Naratu run through a park. <laughs> and then this one, <laughs> which I'll send you that one. That's really good. And then this one is, um. What if Area 51 is a containment site for the zombie virus and the raid is what causes the zombie outbreak? And I was like, damn. Oh, that that, that damn. just broke me. Like, Mind blown. Mind totally blown. Um, let's see here. So, uh, um, not, the first one I ever saw that I really liked and I didn't even understand the full context of it uh, was, it was, let's go to Area 51. They can't stop us all. And then below that is... A picture of a Bradley fighting vehicle with like a Vulcan cannon on the top, mounted on the top <laughs> of it, and in little in parentheses, laughs in three thousand rounds per minute. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, yeah, I saw that one too. This so this one says it's uh it's Loki saying Area Fifty One we have an army, and then um, Tony Stark is saying the internet we have Kyle. <laughs> 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 so hang on, let's see if I can't get to this website. The other one I liked was the uh, is another Men in Black one actually. Uh, it's referring to having intercourse with the aliens we rescue, but it says uh, nine months after clapping cheeks with aliens at Area Fifty One, and it shows Will Smith holding that baby alien he delivered. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> There's been like a whole series of those that are all about like. Uh, I, the, my dog I brought back from Area Fifty One is a picture of someone with like a xenomorph. <laughs> yeah, and then. There's this one, like, really creepy image of, like, a tiny little alien standing, like, on kitchen tile, like, in the dark. Kind of yeah. almost silhouetted, but you can kind of make out the features. And then th- that picture has come with, like, a whole bunch of different roommate stuff where it's just kind of like, you realized it was a mistake to go in Area 51. It's like, now that Kyle wakes you up in the middle of the night every night to explain how to use the microwave or the toaster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I've seen that when he's just a little... Yeah, just little, a little tiny alien, and I yeah. just... I love that because now I'm just like I I want that sitcom where it's just like the alien is just a really obnoxious roommate. I guess that's essentially what like Ted is, but or what Alf was. So uh, I guess I'm not retreading any new territory there. This one I got. It's a picture of um, Ralph Wiggum sitting on a bus. Yes. And uh, the caption says, "When you finally get to Area 51 on September 20th," and underneath it, Ralph says. <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> I love the Ralph. I'm in danger, me. <laughs> and then this one was really good. That's why I, I like had to like stifle my giggles. But there's a picture of a dead alien laying on the grass, and it says, "My alien a week after I stole it from Area 51 because I don't know how to take care of a fucking alien." <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, these are so good. Oh, there's a. Uh... It looks like a news headline, but it says Mark Zuckerberg sponsoring Area 51 raid to free his dad from captivity. And then it's a picture of Data. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've always thought that. It's like, yeah, Zuckerberg is like, I don't know, the more more images I see of him in real life, the more I'm like, he is totally like a bleeping alien. Oh, yeah. I remember when he was the t- time person of the year, and... Uh, they did the whole. I remember reading the whole expose about him and stuff like that. And they had a part where they described him, and they described him as having like very Roman esque features, which he actually kind of does if you look and then right. compare him to like the a bust of like say a Augustus, like a sculpture of Augustus. Right. He kind of has that like kind of almost reverse cone kind of like shape to his face and head. Hmm. It's the alien in him. 
so yeah oh my god 51 areas of gray <laughs> oh my god that's bad let's see here I, i've seen that meme so it's it's the cover to like uh 50 shades of gray like in that style yeah yeah, with, yeah that's with what a it gray is. alien and then i'm describing it for the oh the thank stairs. you yes sorry and uh yeah and then it's 51 shades of gray <laughs> yeah 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 see uh oh this is this is kind of a uh, not safe for work but uh when you and the boys raid Area 51 to clap some alien booty, but then the aliens pull their dicks out and tell you to bend over. <laughs> <laughs> and that's, I think that's being very presumptuous, as if they had dicks. You know what I mean? Haven't you seen coneheads? Yeah. <laughs> they have anal nipples. <laughs> yes. Maybe they reproduce by budding. We don't know. They're aliens, man. Yeah, we don't know how they reproduce. Oh my gosh, this website's being slow, my internet's being slow, so I'm just gonna stop while I'm ahead. Because I think I found some good ones. But but at any rate, uh, you get the idea. We'll be sh uh, I've been sharing them on the Macabre Grimoire feed, and I will continue to share the, the really good ones as there I get them. I, I'm sure you will have no trouble finding Area 51 memes right now. Yes. And so many of them, there's like good ones, but there's so many great ones in there too. And then a year from now, we'll be talking about how stupid we were and all those people that lost Whatever, their lives. there's going to be Yeah, it'll, it'll be like a, a solemn thing with like a memorial and it a moment will. of silence and we'll just be like, do you remember where you were on September 20th? And yeah. It'll like overshadow my live event that's September 21st at 6pm at Last Stop Studios. <laughs> on the east side, Last Stop CD shop? Yeah, that the same. Uh, I, really, I don't, know, I don't about, know if a lot of people know where the Last Stop Studios are, so... Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's East 10th Street. Yeah, uh, just, all of it, all of East 10th Street. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the world is our canvas. The sky, our theater. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I think this would actually be a good exercise for Trump to build the wall, just to see how good it does around... Tr Trump is the reason that I really feel like, and this is another meme, that I feel like we know for sure there's not aliens. Because if it really were aliens, Trump would be tweeting about how much better our Earth is than their planet. <laughs> That's know? true. I don't know. He started Space Force, so... That's true. a chance. We gotta get these guys back I home. I can't remember the name of it, but there is a comic book series that's like really celebrated and award-winning where it's... Uh, it's really awesome, but I can't remember the name I, of it. But I can't remember... Yeah. That was fine. That's fine. I'm just giving you shit. But... but uh, the whole premise, and, and I haven't read it, I've, I've just, like, heard about it from other people, mm -hmm. but the main premise of it is that this, like, uh, yuppie president gets elected after, like, a Trump, a guy who seemed like a Trump-like figure who was super, super, like, way up in national defense and stuff oh, like that sure. president. And so on day one of his presidency, he learns that there's an alien invasion coming. We can't tell anyone because it'll start a mass panic. But that's why your predecessor was like such a warmonger, and why you'll have to be too in order for the human race to survive. And so, the, like the whole series is just like oh. this president that secretly knows the Earth is under this threat, like incredible threat, and that they that what they need to be doing is like emergency preparation, and like millions are going to die, and can't tell anyone about it. Yeah, sounds like a uh, Simpsons prediction. Yeah, it really does. But let's not say that because Simpsons shit comes true. So yeah, ah. I, I even saw that meme because there's a <laughs> there's a a clip from it must be some Simpsons episode after I stopped watching where it's uh, it's a sign that says Area 51 and a, a security guard doing a selfie with gray aliens in the background throwing <laughs> yeah. up like these signs and stuff. <laughs> It's like, Simpsons already did it! Simpsons well, I like the episode of Futurama, I think, when their ship breaks down. That is a great episode. Yeah. That episode won... Uh, and I think that one is the one that won the Emmy, because it was okay. the... Godfellas is the one that won the Hugo Award. Mm. But, yeah, that yeah that was a daytime Emmy for... Uh, not Luck of the Friday. What That was a great episode, too. I'm trying to remember what that... Uh, what the name of that episode is because it's on the side of a torpedo when they like fire it at the very end mm -hmm. yeah mm -hmm. and uh yeah but that's the one where fry ends up being his own. spoilers for a show that's been off the air for like <laughs> way too long uh, uh, yes but yeah that's a great episode uh one simpsons bit i do remember roswell that ends well Roswell that ends well. Thank you. It's a, it's a picture of Zoidberg as like the little meme from the 1950s is Kilroy peeking up and then it's Roswell that ends well is on the side of the torpedo that flies in and blows yes. up the thing. Oh. Um, 
I love that one too because they they lose Bender's head and then they just go back once they're in the future and dig his head up after a thousand years yeah. and turn it back on. <laughs> I love that. Uh, continuity. Anyway, uh, wow, that was a side tangent. Sorry, you got me on Futurama and I can just go, you can go, go on, on, on and on and on. But uh, anyway, yeah. So thank you so much to everyone for listening. Uh, go check out those amazing memes. Uh, you can find us at sue-empire.com. Uh, check out you know all the great podcasts on the network. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this program, Macabre Grimoire, be sure to leave us reviews on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you're listening, uh, and let us know what you think. Uh, you can also suggest show topics. We're totally open to that. Feel free to do that anytime on social media. Yeah, for sure. We're always watching. Well, and if you go, and if you end up going to the Area Fifty One thing, uh, maybe we'll interview you. Yes, your if you experience. go to the, if you're from, if you're from the area, and you go to the Area Fifty One thing, we will totally interview you once you uh, pass our, uh, our our seventy two hour quarantine plus uh, you know exobiology inspection for any uh, you know hazardous. Uh, I, I, I watched The Thing the other day. Oh, so I, okay, for I, sure. I, can't, I get it. I can't I get deal it. with a John Carpenter The Thing scenario. Yeah. I, body horror is already like bad enough for me, and that's like <laughs> body horror like times twelve. Oh no. <laughs> I have a, I have a couple friends who say they're going, whether it happens or not. I don't know, but I'm excited to find. I was because I actually clicked on the actual event just to like look it over. Yeah. And it's as dumb as it sounds. Friends uh, who are going. <laughs> yeah, the friends that are going list for me is huge, and I'm just like. <laughs> What? <laughs> well, you hang out with a lot of weirdos. I do. Now I'm curious. And aliens. And aliens. Let's see, what is it? Area 51? Uh, Storm. Yeah, Storm Area 51. Storm Area 51, they can't stop all of us. Yep. I got 1.5 million. Let's see. Oh, it's, it's one up to one. No! Holy shit! 2.8 million going or interested. Holy shit. Jesus. Let's see how many of my friends. Um, so they picked up another million just since this morning. My, apparently my, uh, <laughs> I don't have that many adventurous friends. So it says 2.8 million going or interested, including John, Marty, and three others. So five. I have five friends <laughs> that are interested in going. All right. I'm curious now. Fuck it. I'm, I'm clicking going now. God damn it. Now I got six. <laughs> Well, I'll do I'll do that after the show. Anyway, yeah, we're yeah, wrapping yeah. up the episode. Yes. Anyway, thank you so much for listening. Uh, and yeah, keep your calendar open for September twenty first. Also, uh, if you want to support our podcasts in the meantime, uh, we're always at patreon.com slash Sioux Falls if you want exclusive behind the scenes content. Blah blah blah. Patreon. You're on the internet. You know what the hell it is. Do it. Anyway, thank you. Harry's <laughs> <laughs> looking at me like that is the worst Patreon pitch I have. Ever heard. I'm just wondering if it is at my queue yet. Oh, go ahead. Okay, bye! Bye! <laughs> Travis? Nanu, nanu. Do the bye again. Bye! Macabre Grimoire is a production of the SueEmpire.com. Learn more at macabregrimoire.com. No.